Hi there, and welcome to the Homeschool Sisters podcast. I'm Kate. And I'm Kara, and we're two homeschooling moms doing this homeschooling thing right beside you. We don't have it all figured out, but one thing we know for sure is that homeschooling is a lot easier when you have a sister by your side. Hey, Kate. Hey, Kara. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm great. Happy Thanksgiving and Happy Thanksgiving. holiday season and all that good stuff. Here. Yeah, we're going to talk all about making the next few months warm and cozy and just being together and the kind of feeling that you want to bring to your homeschool. So I'm pretty pumped. I am too. <laughs> Who doesn't need that? First, we want to talk about radish. I am looking at my daughter's radish box right now. It's got the cutest little Thanksgiving menu plan and Thanksgiving oh journal. And I just love it. I remember, did you have like a job when um, you were a little kid on Thanksgiving? Did you make like place cards or? Yes. Yeah. yeah. We rotated houses, <laughs> but we, we always had some sort of job. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So she is going to make our Thanksgiving menu this year and like write up a little journal about it. It's such a cute little keepsake. And there's so many fun recipes in here. Harvest snack platter. So cute. Perfect for like putting that out as people are arriving. Turkey pot pie, Yum. cranberry crumb bars. It's just, it's awesome. Everything in here Delicious. is so fun. Yeah. Yeah. So we wanted to share that our podcast listeners can get $15 off by using the code podcast at checkout at radishkids.com. It makes a great gift idea, and I actually just purchased a subscription for my kiddos for starting in January, so I'm going to make a little, you know, some sort of radish teaser to put under the tree so that they will know that come January, we're going to start that every month. Oh, perfect. Yeah, and it's they a great will love it. idea for grandparents or aunts and uncles or somebody who wants to give your kids a gift that keeps on giving throughout the whole year because you can get a six month or 12 month membership and $15 off. So just tell them, use the code podcast at checkout. So if you want to learn more, you can head to radishkids.com slash homeschool to download a free lesson and see if it would work for your family. That's perfect. So people can download the free lesson if they love it, which we think you will. You will. <laughs> What's not to love? <laughs> and then tell family members, this is what my kids want for Christmas. And you can avoid getting a loud battery operated toy that makes you want Plastic to thing. hide in the closet. <laughs> Did you ever have that learning puppy? <laughs> we never had the learning puppy. I got it like five times over the course of three kids and I kept like shipping it off and it kept coming back. I'd be like, no. Like I got to know the shape of the box when the kids would be opening and I was like, no, it's the puppy again. My I can't son, handle it. As someone sensitive to sound, it is just too much going on with that puppy. My son got a tickle me Elmo for Christmas one year. And it, it wasn't no, it wasn't a tickle me Elmo. It was the cartwheeling Elmo. Oh, no. I don't even think it stuck around that long, but he got a cartwheeling Elmo and he was afraid of it. And not only did he not want the toy, he literally would not go to bed that night until he saw me outside putting it in the garbage can. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and I felt so bad. So I like put it in the garbage can and then I dug it out and like wiped it off really well so we could take it to goodwill because i'm like i'm throwing away this perfectly good toy just because he's afraid of it but it was it it did like a little song and it was like now it's cartwheel time and it would do like cartwheels and he was like no (laughs) cartwheel out of my house (laughs) he was terrified of it and it's funny now at the time it was not funny because how do you explain? Nothing's funny when your kid doesn't. Sleep. How do you? Yeah, when that relative comes over, how do you explain what happened to Cartwheeling Elmo? <laughs> oh, I don't know where he is. Yeah, and your two-year-old saying he went in the garbage. You know. <laughs> Any learning puppy again, Mom? Yeah. <laughs> so, so speaking of the holidays. <laughs> And trying to stay calm. <laughs> yes. How do how do we tra- transition out of this one? <laughs> We're going to talk about hygge schooling today. And I'm excited about the fun. 
Okay, so Huga's everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. A, a couple years ago, I read something and I thought, that is brilliant. How do I learn more? And there was nothing. There was like one blog post written by a lady. Yeah, I know who it. you're talking about. I know that one. Yes. <laughs> and now, literally, Target has a book, you know, on its shelves right out in front. It's everywhere. Everybody is like obsessed with this idea, which I don't know where that comes from, but I like it. <laughs> I like it. I think our society is just too busy and we're obsessed with being busy and, oh my gosh, I'm so crazy busy. Right. Everyone's saying, and we all kind of desire to slow down and not be. For a long time, it was like a badge of honor to be like, I'm I'm busy, which means I'm doing it right. And all the rest of you people at home watching television on the couch, you're doing it wrong, you know? And now it's, it, it is sort of changing. People are realizing that busy is not where it's at. You know, you need coziness and peace and warmth and comfort, which are all the, all the things that, because Huga, which we're choosing to say is Huga. We've heard Huga and Huga, but we're saying Huga, right? (laughs) Is that what we, (laughs) we were going back about, back and forth about pronunciation. (laughs) Someone, somebody is going to, yeah, somebody's going to hear this. Huga, Huga, it all means the same thing here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so we, we will not judge your pronunciation. We're going to do our best. We're not going to say Heige. <laughs> That's about all we can promise. Higa. Higa. Yeah, exactly. So it doesn't have a direct translation into English, but kind of the closest is like coziness and um, it's Danish mm-hmm. and uh, there's a book about it. The Little Book of Huga. Have you read that one? No, that's on my list. Oh, it's so good. I was going to ask you about that one. There's a whole bunch of books about it, actually. There are. I was looking because I wanted to read about the one you posted about. Yeah. Because I've seen that one a whole bunch of times. I just, I love this one. The layout is so pretty. And I'm so glad that I have it because I go back to it a lot. You know how you sort of question, should I buy that book? Should I not buy that book? Um... This one I'm glad I own because I I just went back to it recently because I was feeling like our homeschooling needed a little, we needed to shift. Like we've, you know, we've been at it like two months now and I was feeling this, okay, we need to change something. So my first instinct was I'm going to get some new curriculum materials and I'm going to get some new books and we're going to just kind of inject some new life into everything and then... The day that I was sitting down to do my planning, it snowed. And I'm not even kidding. I had this like moment of like, I felt like the snow was a gift because it just reminded me of the season that's coming and that there's already going to be so much on our plates because Mm -hmm. of just various holiday things and um, two winter birthdays and everything else. And what I really want is a feeling of home and togetherness and we're in the process of looking for a house. And so it's just felt like this place isn't really, this place has sort of become like temporary in my mind. And so instead of buying a new math program or, you know, buying a new science curriculum or whatever, I just instead started thinking, okay, I want to focus on how things feel here instead of on like hardcore, I don't know, homeschool, got to change all the things and really hit it hard with like time for everybody to learn algebra. You know, it was just, I don't know. (laughs) But that is always the tendency to switch things up and to buy something new when things either aren't working or you're just feeling like you're in the doldrums a little bit Yeah, with your homeschool. Yeah. So instead I put up twinkle lights and I ordered some new battery operated candles from Amazon (laughs) 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 because this book that I love so much, one of the things it talks about is bringing in light because, you know, this time of year it gets dark after daylight savings time. Oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. And it impacts oh. your mood or I speak for myself here, like big time totally. <laughs> and energy level. I just kind of want to curl up and hibernate until 
It's over. Until <laughs> it changes back to not being dark at 4.30. Where's my sunshine? Yeah. I know totally. one day we were out hiking and it, it was right maybe the day of, after the time change. And I was just on my old schedule and it started to get dark and we were too far away. I was like, we got a motor. <laughs> Sun's going down. <laughs> <laughs> Which is super easy to do with three kids, right? To get them to all know, of a sudden step like, on it and no, head up. Fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So this book, it, like, it starts out and it talks about light and lamps and everything else. Now, I am not going to change out my lamps, but some of the things I do for light are I add a bunch of twinkle lights, like an obscene amount of twinkle. <laughs> Like my husband grimaces when he comes home. <laughs> I learned you can actually buy like ones with battery packs in them that you don't even have to plug in. So you don't I even have need those. an outlet. Yeah. You can buy ones that are stars. You can buy ones that are moons. Uh, they have everything. I mean, Amazon, I'm not even kidding. The oh, selection of twinkle lights. And then the battery operated candles because candles are a big part of Huga, but when you're a parent with young kids and mm-hmm. pets and life and all that good stuff, you don't always want to leave like a thousand lit candles all over your house. So they even have little, the ones, um, the battery pack ones and they flicker. So it just adds that warmth and everything to it. And uh, candles, of course, too, real candles. Mm-hmm. Yummy smelling candles. Which I just got some delicious yummy smelling candles from a certain <laughs> businesswoman. A little, <laughs> a little businesswoman who lives in my house? Yes. And I just needed to order more because I was like, gosh, I need to use one of these. I was going to give them away as gifts, but then the kids and I were like smelling them. <laughs> she has come up with some really good, the vanilla cinnamon oh. one. She, well, it's rice yes. pudding, but it's it's vanilla and cinnamon mainly. And it's like, like the, my favorite. It's like Trader Joe's tea in a candle. And mm-hmm. yes, yeah, so we have a lot of, we have a lot of those going for sure. And, um, I wish we had a fireplace. Every place we look for, I'm like, does it have a fireplace? <laughs> we live at the wood stove from, I mean, my kids were chomping at the bit to get our wood stove lit and fall took longer this year to get here. It just wasn't cold. And then all of a sudden it happened and the joy that was the wood stove lighting the first time is just, it's, there's something about sitting by the fire. Yeah. It makes everything easier. Like, you don't like your math? Just go do it by the fire. Right. <laughs> on the floor. It's fine. Yeah. It's, everything's better. Okay. Speaking of like, do your math by the fire, like what, what kinds of things do you change at your house um, this time of year? We definitely, I know we play games all the time. We play way more games in the winter. My game closet is a disaster (laughs) right now because people are just pulling it in and shoving it back. And um, we read more books. We spend more time reading books. I don't want, I don't worry if we're, haven't moved on by a certain time in the morning. Right now we're reading Wonder. And actually, we're not reading it. I got Audible because I would just bawl through that whole, I just would not be able to read it aloud. And so the Audible is great. And we are just, there was one day yesterday or the day before, we just did that for hours because the movie's coming out and my kids want to see it. And there's, it's all we talk about. We ended up getting the 365 days of wonder. So we're doing copy work from that. And the kids are creating little books of Mr. Brown's precepts that they can keep themselves, which I think ties in so well with, you know, the holidays and being kind and grateful. That's awesome. Okay. Two questions. One, did you see Aaron Vincent made a wonder? Yes. What are those Cootie things catcher. called? Yes. Cootie catcher. Um, we can link yes. to it. Erin at Nourishing My Scholar. So awesome. She comes up with, she had a, a Harry Potter one she did too. Yep. Just really, really cool. And then, um, okay. Are, are you going to go see the movie? I am. Okay. Oh my gosh. I don't think I can. Oh, I'm in a ball. They already know. Like, <laughs> I cry all the time. My I kids I are to, like, like watch I embarrass them. In my room with the covers over my head. I think I would just, I'm just going to sob the whole time. Yeah, there's going to be. <laughs> yeah. Aw. Well, yeah. that's good, though. Good for you. So Anytime I, there's a touching part in the audible, my kids are all like, whoosh, look at mom. Like, mom's crying. <laughs> but it's so yeah. good. Mom is. <laughs> such a good book we definitely do the same more books more games more audiobooks um I just got the cutest puzzle it's like a, it's gnomes in the forest and 
okay, so we talked about this because you are you're the game master. So I always ask you for game suggestions, but I know you guys also do puzzles a lot. So I was asking, like, how do you do? You have a table where you keep a puzzle, or how? I'm just trying so to decide. Have, I almost want to just buy a card table or something. I think you should. It'd be worth it. We have um, a big kitchen island. So since we did our kitchen, we spend all our time there. And the dining room that we used to use is only used for holidays, basically. And puzzles. <laughs> so we in the winter, we clear the dining room table. And it's just the way it's set up in my house. It's in between the kitchen and the playroom. So you float through there a lot. And you just kind of do do a puzzle when you want to. And sometimes we finish them really quickly and sometimes it takes longer just because of life. But we have one that needs to be finished because I'm hosting Thanksgiving. It's like almost <laughs> done. <laughs> like, come on guys. We bought this. Mom needs the table now. <laughs> it is funny. the dining room table. <laughs> <laughs> finish up the puzzle. Yeah. You have, as of this recording, you have what, five days or something? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. We, uh, we, we did a Nancy Drew cover puzzle last year. I love that puzzle. So cool. Wasn't that one of the White Mountain puzzles? I think it too? might Those have Those are been. my favorite. Yeah. I, I bought it for my daughter, quote unquote, for her birthday. Yep. <laughs> and then I was the one that was sitting there like, I need a piece of the secret of Larkspur Lane or whatever. So <laughs> I loved it though. And we would just sit there listening to an audiobook or even... Um, yes, that's what we do. You know, having like a show on in the background, like a Christmassy movie or, you know, something like mm-hmm. that. It's so nice. We always watch White Christmas every year. And I don't know, there's just those Christmas classics and stuff. And I love It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. My husband does not. We're not compatible with Christmas movies, but I need to watch it. And it's, re- it's a long one. And he just, he doesn't get it. I mean, <laughs> actually, he had never seen it until a couple of years ago and I made him watch it. And he was like, I don't understand. <laughs> So now I told him he's banned if he doesn't appreciate it. I think the last 12 minutes of that movie could cheer anybody up like on any day. You could just put that on. I know. I love that. And, you know, that kind of thing can be can be school some days, like making popcorn and just like watching a really good movie together. And um, I don't know. I think we, we need to take a little of the pressure off of ourselves this time of year to... You know, we, there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of other stuff going on, and if you think about it, I'm sure kids at school are having days where they're doing Christmas crafts or mm-hmm. um, performances. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's okay. We do um, th- like not necessarily Christmas related, but like just in the winter, we do a lot more poetry tea time. Us too, because warm drinks oh warm drinks are like magical yeah I, I just reorganized my crazy tea station and I feel so happy whenever I look at it even though it is the clear indication of a pretty serious addiction issue um <laughs> I'm right there with you. <laughs> you walk there out. are so many worse things to be addicted I to. I know, there. I know. But I, I posted on Instagram and somebody was like, you know, I have a tea cabinet where I keep all mine. And I was like, that's what I need. I need to hide my shame. Like I need to be able to put it up and away somewhere because people can see it the minute they walk in my kitchen. But but it, it's <laughs> it's actually nice. And we, um, so we have like our kettle and then, you know, lots of different kinds of tea. And then I found, I'm, I'm experimenting with loose leaf tea a little bit and at the wild and free conference this year they had little tea bags that you can fill because part of what keeps me from doing tea loose leaf tea is that there's just like all this fruity chunky leafy mess yes every time and i'm like ugh, and i don't want to deal with it because i'm lazy apparently and so i found these they had these bags at wild and free and i was like that is awesome and you just fill them and they're disposable and part of me thinks that i'm contributing to landfill issues and another part of me is like you know i i cloth diapered my kids and i am really careful about only using paper towels to clean up pet related messes let me have this you know (laughs) right Right. So, and then we have hot chocolate stuff. We always like to have hot chocolate toppings and marshmallows. Yes. 
And that just uh, makes homeschooling so much more magical. If you can, there's something about doing whatever work. If you have a hot beverage, I mean, it's what I do when I have to sit down and write an article or something. I always make the first thing I do before I even start is make a hot cup of coffee or tea, Right. depending on what time of day it is and how much caffeine I've had. Yep, exactly. (laughs) And my kids, whenever they go out and play in the snow, I always, the minute they go outside, I, well, I used to have to go outside with them, of course. So I'm not, if your kids are like two and a baby, we feel you. (laughs) Yeah. You don't feel like you need to do this. Um, but you know, we, um, now that they're, my kids are 10 and 13, they go outside to play in the snow and I immediately start a pot of hot chocolate on the stove and, um, we have spray whipped cream in the can is on the grocery list every single week for, (laughs) love it (laughs) for, uh, winter so that they, they can have that. And they like to put, you know, marshmallows or, um, the caramel ice cream topping stuff. I mean, they go all out. It's we'll okay. often make it in the crock They're pot kids. if we have a busy day <gasps> so we can come to it or hot oh. apple cider because we live in like a lot of farms around us and yes. so there's fresh apple cider and I just toss it in with some cinnamon sticks and cloves and I love spices. that. Yeah. You know the um, caramel apple spice at Starbucks? Have you ever had that? Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's a recipe I found somewhere. We'll see if we can link to it. That's the copycat for that and you do it in the crock pot and... It's basically just what you said. It's apple cider with cinnamon sticks and cloves and a couple other spice type things, but then it's just like caramel sauce, but you just put mm-hmm. it in there and then you top it with um, whipped cream and a drizzle of caramel. And it's like, not only is it delicious, but you also just saved yourself like $4. It's yeah, great. Seriously. And, <laughs> and we even buy, we have... Um, Tons of mugs, of course, and travel mugs. And the travel mug that you talked about in an episode a couple... Did it change your life? It's totally changed my life. It's the only travel mug I have that doesn't leak everywhere and make a huge mess. It keeps things warm for, I'm pretty sure, like 48 hours. I don't know how long, but forever. (laughs) And it's so smart. It says right on it, you know, if you make something and you're using boiling hot water, like wait three minutes... And yep. then put the lid on, and so then it's hot, but it's not dangerous. Yeah, because you could like burn every taste bud off your tongue. That yes. is not going to cool down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's so good. But the other thing we do, and again, I am trying to reconcile my recycling green leaning tendencies. But we do buy um, some travel to go mugs too, because it's just or cups, because it's just nice um, if you have something with like whipped cream and you know, yeah, fancy drinks. Like you don't want to like hot chocolate and stuff that doesn't always work great in a travel mug. So we, we do have some mm-hmm. of those or if we have, um, you know, people come over and they can set up their own little hot drink. Um, so fun. like for, um, trick or treating. Yeah. All the adults set up their own little hot drinks. So we have some to go oh, cups and then, um, yeah, so so it's just nice. That's like another little bit of coziness and we have these um that my kids get excited about that we only use in winter. I registered when we got married for Irish whiskey coffee cups. Like I don't even drink Irish coffee. <laughs> Irish whiskey. <laughs> no, Irish coffee. <laughs> I don't drink whiskey and for some reason it was like one of these things that everyone was like, You have to register for stemware and glassware and I was like but so I have these we only use them at like holidays and with my kids in the winter and then we were given Matt's aunt gave us her old um what is it punch bowl punch bowl okay got (laughs) it it's like a fancy crystal punch bowl from forever ago and I don't use the punch bowl necessarily, but the little crystal cups that it comes yes. with, they're itty bitty with like little teacups. I use them with the kids all the time and they feel so fancy with hot beverages and also with green smoothies. Cause if you want your kids to drink some green <laughs> <laughs> crystal, <laughs> but green smoothies aren't hygge. Green no, smoothies are so, yeah. But while I'm sharing tips. <laughs> yeah. You have your green smoothie in the morning, and then you have your 
follow it up with Huga some hot, hot beverage with all the sprinkles in the afternoon. And marshmallows. <laughs> because okay, so one of the things I love about this book is that it talks about how um, you know in the in the winter uh, how it's all about you know like warm stew and meaty things and um, and then pastries and. Mm-hmm. There, and he was like, you know, basically that, that waistlines tend to expand a little bit in the winter. And, <laughs> and the thing is, I do find myself the wanting to cook more and yes. make those things that take longer on the stove. And I have to share. Because um, your house smells so good. Oh, man. There's something about that soup smell or, you know, it's just... Yeah. Or the hot apple cider smell. It's just sort of magical. Or baking bread. Yes. So my favorite. So we're doing the Mr. Whiskers bread today. Oh, you are from Cranberry. Yep. Oh, oh, from Cranberry yep. Thanksgiving. We did that on Monday. Yes. So good. So exciting. Are you using raisins? No, because my youngest doesn't like raisins. It's he thinks they're the devil. He knows so. what's up. Exactly. <laughs> they're. I like raisins. They're grapes that gave up. No. Um, <laughs> I I never use the raisins either. I I there no they I, I just don't like them. Um, but they're so good and oh that bread is so good. So we make we always make that like around Thanksgiving. That's a tradition for us, and we read the book Cranberry Thanksgiving. But then as soon as that's over, we start making the Swedish Christmas braid, which is a recipe I've I got from the blog Angry Chicken years and years and years ago and it's amazing and it's like cardamom goodness I can't even and we make it constantly all throughout winter and it's it just smells like happiness I can't even explain it and I've figured out how to make the dough in the bread machine so you can oh, do that you have part, to send this to me. but you do, you end up braiding it. So it like the, the, you know, you can bring it to like a gathering or whatever. And people are like, wow, it's so fancy. So fancy. You made that. And it's like, it, it seriously, the, the hardest part is the braiding. You have to start in the middle and then braid down and then braid back up. But it's it's Ooh. not hard. And so I make um, the dough in the bread machine and then we make them all the time it is it's so good it's good with my son likes lemon curd on it I don't love lemon curd on it I honestly just usually eat it standing up at the counter with nothing like (laughs) 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 while I drink my tea but it's really really good so we make that a ton and that just feels really cozy and warm and then um so our friend Shauna for my birthday gave me the book for the love by such a good book Uh oh i'm blanking on her name jen hatmaker thank you oh my goodness look at that i can Uh, never think of titles and authors but i came through there (laughs) you saved me you saved me (laughs) so in that book she has a recipe for beef bourguignon and i saw that okay so i read it and i'm like i am a vegetarian i am never going to be able to make this i it it's complicated there's like a bunch of steps everything has to be seared and first you do the bacon then you take that out then you do the beef then you take that out and then you know later on you have to do mushrooms in a different pan and I'm like this is really complicated it's not complicated the first time I made it this is what we talked about in the episode with Samantha Barnes where the first time I make a recipe I have to just take a minute. I have to look at it. I can't have distractions. I can't have people wanting to help and ask questions and everything else. And that's a part of my personality that is just part of what makes me weird. I don't know. But I, (laughs) I, so I went through it and I'm like, wait a minute, this isn't that hard. And I did it and my family went bananas. Oh, and everybody loves it. They're like, it, it, yeah, so now now I can make it. It's not hard. And she says in there, she's like, this is a one-pot meal, basically. And it's not hard. It's just taking it one step at a time and not getting overwhelmed. And it takes a long time. But there's something really nice about that, actually. Like, 
if you like have the time. Like a perfect Sunday supper, supper. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you have the time to do it, it's good. I would definitely say, like, don't try to make this like your Christmas meal and cook it for the first time on Christmas Eve and be crying in your kitchen because, you know. Kara told me. Yeah. <laughs> Kara and Jen Hatmaker ruined my Christmas. No, don't do that. That's bad. Um, but it, And she's like, it's a crowd pleaser. I'm like, anytime anybody comes over from now on it makes your house smell like um i don't even france i've never been to france i don't know um (laughs) julia child was there it's the ghost of julia child that's what it is it's like oh my gosh it's just so good and i don't eat meat and i'm still like this is incredible It's, it's just so anyway things like that you know, and just taking the time to make things like that and slowing down and stuff. So we use the bread machine more. My husband and I are gluten-free, but the kids love to make it. And I just love the smell of bread. I haven't mastered a gluten-free bread machine. I heard that you need a new bread machine now that there's a gluten-free craze. (laughs) I haven't had success with the one we currently have, but my kids love it. I bet there's probably somebody out there listening right now who could give us an idea for a good gluten-free bread that would... You would make me so happy. Yeah. So if anybody <laughs> has that, head to thehomeschoolsisters.com. Leave a, leave a comment on this episode. <laughs> we have the best listeners we, that are always solving our problems. We do. It's awesome. It's like a little, it's like a little community of... It really is. Of sisters. Yeah. Of sisterhood. It's, it's yeah. great. One of the things my kids really love in the winter is to come down to baked oatmeal. So we'll often make baked oatmeal in the afternoon and then put it in the fridge. And then I pull it out when I come downstairs in the morning and pop it in. And it's delicious. And there's so many ways to vary it up. So you could, our favorite is blueberry with a little bit of coconut in it. But like we just had a pumpkin one. We've done berries. We had like a million apples left a few weeks ago. So we just chopped up apples. You'll have to oh, share yeah, a there, link. There's something about... Yeah, so that we can... Because that blueberry coconut idea sounds mm-hmm. fantastic. Ooh. It's delicious. And it's it. a dairy-free... I have two little dairy-free kids, so it's dairy-free, but it doesn't taste weird. It's really, really good. Yeah. Oh, that sounds good. I I like that, too, having kind of a slower start to our day enjoying something hot for breakfast together. Um, you know, just trying to slow down a little bit. I, I feel like the seasons can help us really like figure out what we can be doing each time. Like we've talked about before in the fall and in the spring, it's so much easier to do science. Mm -hmm. Um, even though I have to link to it, I saw this really cool astronomy thing And I thought, like, in the winter, that would be such a good time to pursue it. Um, We have a moon phases calendar up, and I want to get this astronomy study and, you know, work on that a little bit, too, because just the night sky is is really nice, and it gives you a reason to go outside even though it's cold. You know, That's a great idea. I need a little more inspiration to get outside when it's cold. (laughs) Well, I have a book for you if you're doing that, because, and I might butcher the title here, but I will share the link. I think it's called What We See in the Stars, and it's a picture book, but so many facts. And it's amazing. I've been trying to read. We we try most nights to read a page a night to go through it, but it's so so good. Oh, awesome! And okay. it's just a beautiful book. Like I'm giving it to people for Christmas. I'm not going to say which people. <laughs> I'm kind of <laughs> the people listen, but. that a f- good family gift would be a telescope, maybe this Christmas. Mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. sure though, so I'm going to do a little research into that. See if I can find a good telescope that. Um, could help us do some astronomy stuff this year. I think that would be nice. And that would be really fun. Okay, so do you guys hike in the winter? We do. So it's funny. We, we're outside a lot. I have a harder time in the winter with hiking, although we do snowshoe. And now I'm at a level now where my youngest can keep up. So we have kids' snowshoes. 
that I can actually link to because they fit you for multiple years. The ones that we originally had, although we might upgrade them this year because they're pretty independent. But, um, I recently, for my own mental health, (laughs) I need to be outside daily just for sunshine. And I just like hiking. And so my kids sometimes have battled me on this. They're always fine. Once we hit the trails, once we get there and we're walking, they're fine. It's the the grumbling beforehand getting us there. And so we, we did a couple different things. I showed them a video. I think it was, um, who's the doctor that was in far. I think he was in forks over knives and he wrote the book, how not to die. And he has nutritionfacts.org. Okay. So we'll often watch those because my daughter's really into nutrition and I kind of am too. So they're little snippet videos and they all have medical facts and my kids just love eat it up. So he had something recently just talking about how you could almost say, and I'm going to butcher what he said too, but I can link the video. You could almost claim that not walking an hour a day is detrimental to your health. Like there's basically, it's a no brainer. You should be walking an hour a day. So I use that as justification that when we hike, we're just going to hike an hour and see what happens. We're just going to go out there. And I've showed you how long it takes us to hike. Like we're at like a one mile an hour pace most of the time. (laughs) I am not rushing them. This is not like, this is just us outside seeing what happens, but it's been working. And then another thing I did is, um, the, the place that we go to, we have conservation land nearby and we took a trail map and we have the kids highlight uh, and there's a huge trail system. So we highlight our path the day that we did it in different colors and we write the date. And so they're trying to, it's almost like a puzzle. They're trying to hit every path. We don't have like a deadline, but it's a fun way. You know, what are we going to do today? Who's, who's picking which trail we start at today? Oh, so that's I love helped. it. Oh yeah. See, I think a big part of the whole Huga thing is embracing winter instead of, <laughs> I used to really dread winter. And, Me too. you know, when, when I had little tiny kids, it was easy to get kind of down in the winter. And they're sick all the time. <laughs> well, they're sick all the time and it's cold and trying to get everybody bundled up to go anywhere. And then they need and to go then to it the was, bathroom. Yep. Yeah. Or the mittens. We still have this. Like the mittens are not fitting correctly or the sleeves don't feel good under the jacket. We still, I had my first glimpse of that this week where I was like, oh boy, deep yeah. breath. <laughs> But it's going to be okay. It's just like what you said. Like once you get out there, Mm -hmm. it's great. Like there was, um, I wrote a post. Oh gosh. It was a couple of years ago now about, um, a snow picnic and we've tried to do snow picnics when it's not frigid, bitter wind, you know, chapped faces and frostbite. And it's work to get out there the door, especially if you make hot chocolate beforehand or if you make some cookies beforehand or whatever, but it, it's so good once you're out and you're doing it and it makes everyone so much happier. And also like, cause we live in New Hampshire and we get pummeled with snow. If you can go out for a hike the morning that you've had a snow, even though you kind of don't want to, you kind of want to be lazy. If you're breaking trail, like when the trees are all, you know, hanging over and snow covered. It's so pretty. It's so magical. Yeah. It is magical. Yeah. And I think, you know, it kind of ties into, there's like a Scandinavian saying about there's no such thing as bad weather. There's only bad clothes. So mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, I invested in stuff. I always buy the kids snow pants. I always buy the kids, um, you know, new boots, you know, Mm -hmm. and make sure that everybody has gloves and mittens and hats and scarves and everything. But I was running around in like my Converse tennis shoes and a sweatshirt, you know, and then wondering why I was miserable all winter. So I made myself buy... I call it my baked potato coat. It's like it's lined. I think <laughs> I we've talked about it before. It. <laughs> yeah, it's because it's lined, but it's like it's very lightweight. So... Mm-hmm. 
I like that because I don't like big bulky thing, you know, coats, but uh, I you should love see it. Me. <laughs> yeah. And so it's really warm, but it's lined. I got myself a good thick pair of gloves that I can still mm-hmm. function in. I got myself actual snow boots. And then last year my family got me snow pants for Christmas. And it's like, it changes everything because when everybody's like, let's go sledding, let's go sledding. And I'm like, I don't want to go sledding. I don't want to be cold and wet. And, 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 and now I'm like, who wants to go sledding? So yeah, it's really good. Just I, having I the am, right gear. Like I look like a marshmallow. I am yeah. always cold. So I have all the layers and I'm all puffy, but I will say something. My kids started skiing the last two years with my husband. I'm not a skier, but they, he invested, he went to Costco and got those hand warmers that stick, yeah. stick in your mittens and your yeah. socks. And I'm always cold and I swear something's wrong with my circulation in my hands and my feet, but I broke them out. I remembered he had those and last week, cause it was cold. I stuck them on my socks before we went hiking and it was magical. I was so toasty and we came home at night and they were still on my socks and I had forgotten. And he was like, what do you have on your feet? Like, well, yeah. Okay. I broke into the, <laughs> and then the, the ski gear, the travel mug that you were talking yes. about. So you're out and you can actually like be drinking something that's still warm mm-hmm. and it just feels feels like it's just it's just a lot happier and easier and um it just feels it's it's I don't know it's fun it's I have to buy another one of those because this is kind of funny since I told you about how magical it is I have two and one of them my little uh stem lovers were so fascinated by how well it worked that they may have somebody took my lit apart oh no (laughs) one of them I like was so mad (laughs) I like the kids have a tinker kit they never fail to like take apart something that's really cool and I was like who did this and no one would fess up but someone took it apart to see if it would work and I can't figure out how to get it back so I have one functioning lid so I wouldn't recommend like talking about how cool it is if you have a little engineer type (laughs) kids in your house because they'll want to see because it is it's magical like you can lock it and you can put it in your purse upside down and it won't spell it it, yeah it's amazing but and I will tell you like I we used to have a rule in our house you cannot take anything apart until you ask the person who it belongs to because oh we have that rule too yeah because (laughs) we would have things or we would have things reappropriated in ways where it was like okay that is not an animal trampoline. What are you doing with, you know, whatever. So yeah, we had to make that a a rule in our house. We had several years where the real rule worked and then we had this happen. And also my husband owns a harmonica and it's an actual one. And that was taken apart. Oh, geez. (laughs) Because that was really cool too. They want to see how it worked. And I was like, that's, but that's a real one. That's not like a kid harmonica. Like dad, could play that if he wanted to. Well, and you, yeah. In all the free time he has. You have this, like, I'm upset that you took it apart, but also it's really awesome I, that I you're understand. that motivated to learn and I get it, but you can't. We could have gone to YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> you can't steal other people's stuff just because you're curious how it works. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we talked <laughs> a little bit about the little book of Huga. Um, any other books that you are learning from or embracing this time of year? I mentioned the wonder one, the three, 365 days is quotes. Yes. Mr. Brown's precepts. They're really, really sweet. So even if you were to use them as part of your coffee and books or morning time or whatever you have just to spark those brave writer conversations, cause we've had some good, we only just started using it and we've had awesome conversations about kindness and friendship and doing the right thing. So I would highly recommend that it just ties in really well with the season. And then I feel like we mention it all the time, but simplicity parenting is just, this is a good time to reread that once, you know, as the holidays are upon us and you're trying to purge all the things because you know that you're going to be getting stuff from people and yeah. We were just talking about that before we started recording, just Mm -hmm. unrelated to this specific episode, but just in general, because it comes up all the time for us. (laughs) The urge to purge. Yes. <laughs> I am reading right now the Nordic theory of everything. And Ooh. I'm I just started it. But I like the cover. You know, the thing is <laughs> I'm gonna show my poor geography skills. Like everything up there. <laughs> everything in that Nordic 
cluster we're gonna call it over there yeah over over there up in the up in the top um (laughs) everybody's happy you know like i don't know i just feel like um you know finland is figuring out the school system and the danish people are the happiest on earth and everybody's just like letting their babies nap in their strollers outside and being kind to each other riding their bike everywhere so i'm we're ice skating did you see that viral video was it last winter i don't think so Oh, I'll have to, I'm going to search for that because it gave my kids, I want to say it was Finland, but maybe it wasn't. Was it in <laughs> the Nordic cluster? It's just like the world is, <laughs> yeah, it was over there, up there, over there. Up, up and, and over. And everything yeah. was frozen and everybody was ice skating to get places. That's awesome. And it was put that to music. That is awesome. Yeah. Oh my I'll have gosh. To, I'll have to dig it up. Okay. Because I know my kids will want to see it again yeah. too, but it brought that. They were sure. like, can you imagine if we lived in a place where you could just go out the door? I'm like, I, it's like their dream come true. <laughs> my kids love to ice skate too. I should bring that up. We snowshoe and ice skate and we have a little teeny pond. I think I've mentioned before if my house were to catch on fire because I live in a rural area, <laughs> the fire department would shoot the pond water at my house. So when that freezes over, we go over there and, um, um, ice skate for a little bit and it's not that deep. So there's no, like, you know, the cracked ice concern. It's not a stressful sort of, you know, out in the middle of nowhere. Fun. Yeah. And if someone starts crying because, you know, the sock is, feels bad or whatever, you can send that one back (laughs) (laughs) and they can watch from the window. Perfect. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So speaking of ice skating and, all the things we've talked about, all the wonderful, beautiful, huga-type things, we've decided that we are so excited about this idea, and we want to share it with everyone. So we're going to do a 31-day huga schooling challenge. I, I love challenges. I do, too. Okay, so you can find us on Instagram at the Homeschool Sisters, and we are going to do a 31-day Huga schooling challenge during the month of December to help us survive the holiday season and just focus on the things that matter most and not get all stressed out. And we're going to be using a hashtag and it's going to be Huga schooling. And that's H-Y-G-G-E-S-C-H-O-O-L-I-N-G. I'm so excited about this. It's going to be so motivating. Yeah, we're brainstorming a list of ideas right now. And this isn't to add one more thing to your to-do list. Well, I feel like everybody wants their home to feel homey and cozy, especially during winter. And so this just helps us achieve that without, you know, you're focused on your home. You're not like, oh, Jenny down the street is making those crazy Martha Stewart cookies again. <laughs> you know, like it's not, it's not a competition. It's kind of like, Hey, I'm sitting by the fire in my jams. And right. Exactly. Like, and I'm proud of it. Yeah. Yeah. My so they're smiling. It's a chance to just kind of pause and, you know, um, take in the season a little bit, which I think is going to be really, really good. And sp- Speaking of which, there's something else I wanted to share with everyone. On December 1st, and we'll link to this in the show notes so that people can sign up, um, Pam Barnhill and I are going to do a Marry Me, M-E-R-R-Y, Marry Me self-care webinar. And we're going to talk about ways that moms can take care of themselves during the holiday season, which I think is really, really important because there have been years that seriously, by the time... Christmas night, I'm sitting in bed and I'm like, what just happened? You know, there's so much planning and there's so much like on your to-do list to take care of and you don't even really get to like enjoy it. And it just, instead of feeling intentional and peaceful and remembering why you're celebrating, instead it's like a to-do list, a never-ending to-do list of stress and anxiety and worry and um, am I doing enough? Am I doing enough? Am I doing enough? And that's a terrible feeling to have, especially this time of year. That's not what Christmas is supposed to be about. So we're going to share some ideas for things that you can do to take care of yourself 
this season. I'm excited about that. Yeah, so we'll put a link to that in the show notes. We will put a link to the Huga Schooling Challenge and information about that um, when when we get it all set because we're still kind of brainstorming, but we'll have Mm -hmm. everything available. and Very soon. The show notes will be at thehomeschoolsisters.com. And before we go, we need to talk about something that's bringing us joy. So what's bringing you joy this week? (laughs) So twinkle lights for sure. But my oldest is so excited about Christmas this year that I think I mentioned in the last episode, he, I promised Tim, we would put up Christmas November 1st. And then he actually ended up not feeling well. So we did it a couple days after that. So we have all the twinkle lights up. And he's been so excited about Christmas trees that I had a coupon at Michael's and we went and bought an artificial tree. And it's like this super skinny, like it just, it fits in my kitchen, this tall skinny tree that they decorated with cheap ornaments that we got. They want to do silver and blue and they're non-breakable ornaments. They're plastic. They look like the glass ones, but you can spike them on the floor <laughs> and they won't break because I tested because <laughs> I don't need that stress in my kitchen. Yeah. And they, this tree is on all day long. It brings them such joy and just watching them being excited to like scamper down the stairs in the morning and turn on the Christmas tree. It's just the cutest It's just magical. I love that. And you have totally inspired me because the layout of our house was originally designed around our cast iron piano. Mm -hmm. The insides of our piano are, are, it's cast iron. So it takes like several grown men in a moving truck to (laughs) move it. We literally like, we can't even... You can't even like push it down a few feet. It's just where it is. And so what happened is we really can't have a Christmas tree upstairs. So we have to have our Christmas tree in the basement. So if you're just looking at the main level of our house, we don't have a tree. And now I'm thinking, uh, well, we are sure as heck going to go get a little tree. That's a great idea. It was not, ex- it was like $39. You can mm-hmm. use it every year. I'm just going to, it's yeah. skinny enough that I can bring it up the stairs. I don't even think I have to take it apart. Like I think it's just going to be in our attic when I'm done with it. And then also the kids convinced me cause I was feeling generous and mad with the magic. They bought this other little tree that they call the Charlie Bounty. It's like two feet high and it's sparsely, I don't know. It's some, it's actually very smelly. It smells funny. <laughs> like I might put it outside for a little bit, but it's a fake tree that we got at Michael's and they put some of those twinkle lights on and it's on a timer. So I think they put it on at like two, two thirty. So the whole afternoon that Perfect. they're up until they go to bed, they have their little Charlie Brown tree in the playroom. Oh, I love it. Yeah. We sort of drove my husband crazy this week. <laughs> you know, like, it's not even Thanksgiving. <laughs> it'll get there. It'll, it will yeah. be, it will be Christmas soon. <laughs> and I do feel guilty about all the double A batteries that we go through between now and February, but it just brings us so much joy to have. I feel like last winter was the first winter where I felt like it was not always stressful with my kids. Cause they were just a little bit older and a little bit more independent and they enjoyed the winter things more. And keeping the twinkle lights up last year longer. Cause we kept them up, I think until it was through February to survive February. And it was so worth it. There was something about those lights. So I was like, we'll just start in November and I'll just be from November to, you know, March <laughs> with all the lights. That's perfect. You need light yeah. this time of year. You need to bring that in and that's great. Yeah. So what about you? What's bringing you joy? I have started listening to a new podcast and last episode we talked about the podcast app and iPhone did this weird update and it was like, you know, and so I switched to overcast and now I've been using it for a few weeks and I still love it. So it's good. And I've been listening to Harry Potter and the sacred text. Have you listened to that yet? No. (gasps) It is so good. And it, sort of ties into the whole who good thing for me because I'm feeling very like I just want to curl up with my kids and read Harry Potter and watch the movies and then from this perspective of looking at it what they do is they take each chapter and they look at it through um, a certain idea like courage or gratitude or I mean it's just it's so it's so good so kid friendly I, you know I don't 
I don't know if kids would dig it because it's a little, um, I don't know. I, I, it, it isn't kid not friendly. I mean, there's no swearing. There's nothing in a, well, so far. (laughs) (laughs) Watch the next episode. That's when it's all, yeah. Um, there's nothing, um, like inappropriate at this point. It's just a little bit like, um, you know, they're using um, different spiritual practices mm-hmm. to analyze the text. And so things like that. I just don't know cool. if kids would kind of think it was maybe a little a little boring, you know? Yeah. Um, but it, if, for my adult brain, it feels like all cozy and nice and warm. And I just listen to it and it's just... Um, it's helping me enjoy the books all over again as a grown up. And, you know, first, first you read the books the first time and then we got to see all the movies and it was like, Oh, I get to enjoy the books again. And then, you know, now this is giving me another way to look at everything through, um, you know, it kind of ties into all that personality stuff we talked about in the podcast with Courtney, where, um, you know, why are the Dursleys the way they are? And, you know, um, why did they treat Harry the way they do? And, um, you know, the last episode I just listened to is about when Hagrid comes and brings him a cake. And it's like the first bit of kindness that Harry's had in his life and how Hagrid trying to introduce him to the wizarding world is so sweet and generous and caring. And I just love it. It's just making me feel really good right now. So let me ask you a question. Have you done the audiobooks for Harry Potter? We any of them? Own all of them. Because I think I've told you our struggle. I've tried to read it before, and my oldest is like the Harry Potter guru and he cannot contain himself. <laughs> like keep the information in yeah. and share it. So my other two actually know the whole, what happens from him talking about it, but we've decided we're going to, we're going to listen to them on audio because that would be newer for him. And we're going to have like a Potter day. This is something we're going to do during the winter. Once we're done with the book that we're doing right now and just make it a thing, like have hot cocoa. And <sighs> I'm thinking that like, if he's sipping cocoa, then he's less likely to like, you know, spill all the beans. Oh, I and love it. Yeah. yeah. He's actually taking a Harry Potter class on out school right now that he loves. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. And that's the second time out school has come up for me this week. So I'm going to have to look into more of their classes because it looks like they just have a ton and they're pretty affordable and you can get lost in there. <laughs> very interest based and stuff. So, um, okay. So I, I actually just found a recipe. We'll have to link to it in the show notes for hot butter beer. Ooh. that I thought would be really fun to have while listening to audiobooks or reading the books together or watching the movies. And then um, the unofficial Harry Potter cookbook, we have cooked from that in the past. And it, it's been a little, a little hit or miss because we tried to make the treacle tart and it was not good. I think we must have done many things wrong or we're just not British enough or something. I don't know. It didn't work. But the pumpkin, uh, pumpkin pasties, is that how you say it? Pasties? I don't even know. I feel like if I say it the other way, I'm referring, I'm referencing something inappropriate for our podcast. So I'm going to say pasties. Um, and <laughs> leave it at that. Um, they were delicious. They were so good. So, um, there's some, there's some recipes in there too, that would be really fun to cook with your kids. And while we're on this topic, my son is reading or has read like multiple times already, Harry Potter, A Journey Through a History of Magic. It's a new release. Ooh. It's not, JK didn't write it, but it, he loves it. So, oh, oh, And you know, they have the illustrated versions now um, yes. and they come out and the last two years I've bought those. You know how Amazon always has their coupon always like, is it $10 off yes. any book or something? In the last two years, I've used that to buy the illustrated versions. Um, and they just came out with the third one. So that will be this year. I'll make sure I buy that and that will be under the tree. So we have all the illustrated versions too, because smart. we're Harry Potter crazy over here. And it just, it kind of just ties in with everything because it's just a very comforting, warm memory kind of 
thing. Yeah, for I us think that's a perfect winter yeah. thing to immerse yourself in. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been good. And yes, it has. We are. <laughs> I'm gonna, excited. Yeah, yeah. We are going to take a little break from podcasting so that we can spend the holidays with our families and. Um, then we'll be back. Lots of good stuff. We're definitely wishing everybody a very happy holiday season. And it was fun talking with you today. It's always good to talk to you. I'm looking forward to our challenge. Yes, absolutely. So you can find all the details for everything we talked about today at thehomeschoolsisters.com. We'll see everyone soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for hanging out with us today. We'd love to answer your question next, so head to our site, thehomeschoolsisters.com, and click on Ask Us a Question. We share posts over there, too, and you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. We'd also love it if you'd leave us a review on iTunes so we can connect with more sisters out there. And until next time, remember, you've got this, sister. Sister.